Welcome to Jordan, Myanmar's only weekly podcast, I'm Su Myamo. In 2013, Parliament discussed making changes to the law regarding sex work in Myanmar. Rights groups say that the new bill would have given sex workers more rights and better protection, but it has stalled for several years. We also speak to sex workers and hear about some of the challenges they face, including abuse, health concern, and exploitation, often at the hands of authorities. Some of the names in this podcast have been changed to protect their identity. Kinky and her son were deserted by her husband almost 20 years ago when he left her for another woman. Kinky moved to her sister in Yangon's eastern Dagada township but fled after being raped by her brother-in-law. I was sitting beside a road in Pasungdang Township, crying because I had nowhere to go, when I was approached by a young woman who offered to help. Kingi was taken to Injin Township in northern Yango, where she was introduced to a person who it turned out was a pump. Soon after, the pump told Kingi she had to accompany a soldier to a military compound nearby Minglarong Township. When she arrived, she was shocked to find there were more than 20 men waiting for her. It was a dark night and they led me to a tree where I was gang raped. When I begged them not to continue, they said I deserved it because I was a prostitute and some of them beat and kicked me. Then I started to cry and they told me to run, otherwise they would kill me. King said physical and verbal abuse and prosecution are part of life for sex workers and that they are sometimes exploited by informers who threaten to report them to police. We either have to pay them to leave us alone or give them free sex. There should be a law to protect us when we are abused without our consent. Prostitution is business in Myanmar, although it's not sex workers who are cashing in on the world's oldest service industry, but their pimps, brother keepers and corrupt officials, including members of the police. It is illegal in Myanmar under the 1949 Suppression on Prostitution Act. Those found guilty can face a jail term of less than a year or a fine. When increasing it, it extended to three years or fine or both was substituted with not less than a year and not more than five years and may also be applicable to a fine under the 1998 Amendment Act. In 2013, a move was launched to improve the situation for sex workers by reforming the law, but it is still languishing in the union luto. The enactment of the Prevention and Protection of Women Against Violence Act would bring Myanmar more in line with the 1979 Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women. One of the many challenges faced by sex workers is access to health care, said Do Nui Zinwin, executive director of Pichikin, an NGO that works to empower vulnerable women and children. She said sex workers with HIV can be reluctant to seek medical 
help because they are stigmatized by society and many of the women who work at venues such as karaoke lounges and beauty parlors can have difficulties getting time off for health checks. It is sex workers' vulnerability that often lets them to endure inhuman conditions, said Dong Wizewin, citing situations where sex workers are helpless if they are abused or exploited by the police or customers. If a customer refuses to pay, there is nothing the sex worker can do about it. What we want is that a law that provides sex workers with the same level of protection from abuse as other women. Nguyen said a contradiction in the current legislation is that sex workers who take legal action because they have been abused are likely to be arrested because prostitution is against the law. Nguyen also called for concerted action against human trafficking because of its role in the supply of girls and women for the sex trade. And in a conservative society like Myanmar, there are political challenges too. Nguyen Wen said she believed the National League for Democracy government was worried it might be criticized if it approved reforms to laws affecting sex workers. No Suzanne Lala saw in NLD MP in Rangoon region its secretary of the Upper House Women and Child Rights Committee. She said the new act had not been discussed in Parliament because of a disagreement about the wording of the law. As far as I know, it has been revised nine times at the Autonomy General Office, and there has been much argument over a definition of rape. Susan Nalhalazo then declined to continue the interview in line with the NLD rule for MPs because the matter was yet to be discussed in the door. Mahlabu, 26, grew up on the outskirts of Yango when she was 18. Both her parents died, and with her brother away at the army, she was told of in a parent and a restaurant in Molomiai, the capital of Mon State. But when she arrived, she found that the job didn't exist, and she was instead forced into such work. In the years since, Labu said she has tried many different jobs, but always returned to such work for financial reasons. Labu, who is HIV positive, said she sometimes faces problems in her work, but has accepted it as her fate. I'm not going to change to different work because this is what I'll be doing for my entire life. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Do or Then. This program was put together this week by Zani and Sumiamo. You can read the above-mentioned news and other interesting articles via Frontier Myanmar's website and Facebook pages, and you could share your thoughts on these pages freely. Please stay tuned for next Wednesday episode and visit the Dothan Facebook page. The project to support human rights reporting is a partnership between Frontier Myanmar and Foundation Hero Dale, funded by the Embassy of the Netherlands in Myanmar. Thanks for staying with us while broadcasting. Have a nice day.